You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small business. Oh, that's a lot of B's. <laughs> and we got a few more. Now we're going to move to P's. So the book is titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And here's the good news. You can get the digital copy or the paperback. And all you have to do is go to Amazon to do that. But I want to share with you, this is the second volume in the book series. And the book we're referencing today is the one with the emerald green cover. So today's conversation is with number one best-selling business author from the 2018 book, Kelly E. Andrew. Can't wait. So rock stars, this is how it goes. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I'm a repeat, that's sort of cool to say, number one best-selling business author and creator of the number one best-selling uh, annual book series for businesses titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. Uh, my day job <laughs> is that I'm a master business coach and trainer at Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. Kelly, now that we're finally to you, <laughs> I want to say welcome and congratulations for recently becoming a number one best-selling business author. You've earned it, girl. Thank you so much, Maggie. It's really exciting to be here as a number one best-selling author. Woo! Business authors rock! Yay! <laughs> so, Kelly, you um, you did something really cool. You wrote a fabulous chapter. And it's the first chapter in the 2018 book. It's titled The Inbound Pipeline to Success. And, um, oh my gosh, there's so much that we could discuss, but it's probably best for us to start with something really basic. So we have, after this interview, we've already done one episode, and we're going to have four more after this. Can you believe that? Four more. So... I want our listeners to understand that we're going to start unpacking what you wrote about and, and do a wisdom sharing to help them really get their online marketing and relationship building in place. Well, is that right? Yep, that's totally right. I think it makes sense to uh, start at the beginning. And so in my chapter, that is what we call the attract phase of this great strategy, the inbound strategy. And what I want to talk about today is the simple yet sometimes elusive action of converting strangers who've never heard of your business, have no idea you exist, to uh, visitors to your website. So we really focus on internet marketing. That's what this whole idea of inbound is. And the first step is getting people to your website who are interested in your product or service. Okay, so that's pretty easy. And that makes sense why it's attract. It's strangers attracting strangers. It's, it's like, Hey, here I am. Hi. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a no brainer 
Um, but what I found is that a lot of businesses are not necessarily thinking about it in today's realistic terms. So a lot of people think, well, I, I invested a, a good amount of money and I have this really beautiful website and that's it, right? Like I'm, people are going to find me. That's, that's what I'm here for. And unfortunately it's not quite that easy anymore. And there, I think there are a lot of small business owners who are even not, don't even know are people visiting the website. They know it's out there. They know it's live. They know it's beautiful and it's what they want it to look like, but they're unsure if it's working. All right. So first step is we have to have a place to attract people. And with that comes a message, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, that seems like a no-brainer, but we don't always think of it that way when we're looking at our business, yet that's how we build relationship person-to-person. Uh, -person. So every, every business out there knows that they need to make strangers aware of their product or their service. Yet I don't think most of us small business owners start there. We start with what it is that we're selling and we're forgetting that we have to go back a little bit. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about, you know, okay, I got this website because you shared some really cool things in the, in the book about tracking mm -hmm. that I think makes a big difference once um, small business owners really start to understand a little bit more about how this is played because it really is. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to just tell you to hold on a second, Kelly there. I think people don't understand, small business owners don't get that this is a game. And if they, if they play with it and they start to understand there's certain rules to this game of online marketing and online sales and online relationship building, they'll have a very different experience and they'll have a richer experience to understand how to move the right metrics mm -hmm. to get the results they're seeking. Would you agree I, with that? I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think, um, you know, my, my main point that I wanted to get across in the chapter was strategy before tactics. And we've talked about that a lot. So without this first step in your strategy, without understanding how you even know if you're being successful at this first step, you're not going to be able to win the other steps, you know? So, there are a few really straightforward ways that you can track. And we talk about if you're not tracking, you're not going to see the wins that you want because you just won't know. Um, so in the book, I, for each section, I share a few important tracking metrics for each phase. And for this attract phase, one of them, this is so simple, right? But the volume of traffic you're getting every month to your website. If you're only, it sounds so so pedestrian but there are businesses that we've met that you know don't use google analytics or don't even have them installed so have no idea and there are businesses who say oh yeah i haven't looked at it and frankly if you only have a dozen visitors coming to your website in a month what are the true odds of making a sale on that website not very good exactly so even if you're just looking for leads and you know you take it offline to make that sale, you're, the volume is really important because we all know at that top of the funnel, you need a lot of volume to funnel down into 
a few leads into one sale. So yes. knowing how many people are actually visiting your website is a key thing to know. I think another thing is keyword rankings. And so I'll talk a little bit more about search engine optimization and how this all works. Um, it's pretty complicated. We could do a whole hour probably on that, but <laughs> yeah. um, keyword ranking is something that you have to think about because if people are searching for certain phrases around your business, Maggie, maybe for you, it would be business coaching, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that you would want to know. Is your website even coming up? Is it coming up in the top hundred? Is it coming up in the top 10? Is it the number one website that people are finding? If it's not in the first couple of pages on a search engine, people aren't going to find your site. So right. if you're not ranking for keywords, it's kind of like there are, I think there's like a billion or three billion sites on the internet right now. If they can't find you, you're not going to get the volume to be able to convert that lead. Mm. And then the third thing I want to share for tracking is social media um, reach and more importantly, the volume of traffic your social media is driving to a specific action. So we really care about getting people to the website because later we'll talk about more of the, the strategy. Um, it could be how many people are being are sending you a message on social media or how are you getting someone on social media to take an action that says they're interested in your business and now they know about you. Right, right. You know, um, when I was introduced to my metrics, oh, man, did I have a blast. And I had a blast because I think at that point I had like 500 or, no, I probably had 600 blog posts out there already. And my site was ranking in the top 1% of, of sites worldwide. So, and it was because of my blogging and I was driving traffic to my site via my blog. And then I got to see where people landed and what they were doing and what they were looking at and what topics were hot. And that helped me develop what my communication was. And I, I wanna share with everybody what Kelly's talking about isn't difficult. You just need to um, have the right teacher teach you about it and it can become very fun. My webmaster ended up telling me, Maggie, wow, you're really competitive. And I said, I am? And he said, yeah, most of my clients don't take this on like you do. And I said, well, they're fools because there's gold in your metrics and it can help you create a, a better website, better communications to attract and engage and ultimately convert. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... It's not about metrics for the sake of crunching data. It's metrics for the sake of how can we identify how people are behaving on your site and how can we identify how to create better content that helps you sell more product, helps you get, you know, have an easier sale when the time comes. So I want people to understand that. The, the first step is to just know some of this data and understand it. But then as you start to build your plan and start to execute some of these tactics, you'll be able to say, okay, I tried this tactic 
and here's what I saw in my data. So I'm going to try something else. It, it, it's really a, it's kind of fun. It, it's the art and science of it, right? So the art is creating content that's real, that builds those relationships that people connect to. And the science of it is testing. I mean, the psychology of it's real people that are experiencing your content. So you can tell by their behavior and by these metrics how you can build better content. Yeah, and um, if, if I can be so bold as to support you in what you're saying, Kelly, by, by sharing, it can be fun. And how I made it fun was I took it on as an experiment, like I was a mad scientist. And it's just like, oh, if I do this, what happens? Oh, if I try that, what happens? And, and I kept working to find the sweet spot. And to me, that's optimization. That's what I call optimization, sweet spot. Mm -hmm. um, where it delivers whatever it is I'm trying to achieve. And I think if um, we, we have an awareness coming into looking at our data and analyzing it, and we don't, <laughs> trust me, you don't need to be super um, educated to analyze this. You start to see the patterns pretty quickly once you know how to look for a few things. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, let's play with this and see what happens. So I agree with you. It does get fun and it doesn't have to be, you need to go through 40 hours of analytical training to get a drift of what can really happen. You just need a good guide and, sure. and somebody to keep practicing with so you can have your experiments become more favorable over time. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, you, you talked about that there's a few tactics that we can do and you recommend that we need some help to get visitors to visit our business site because that's where we, we, um, that's our digital business home or office is our, our business website. So what are some of the tactics that you recommend? You know, we focus a lot on search engine optimization, which if you see the acronym SEO, that's what that means. Um, search optimization for us is a sustainable long-term strategy to drive traffic to your website. And it's a long-term um, investment because you're tweaking it all the time because the algorithms change, the search engines change. So you're always optimizing for how am I going to show this search engine that I'm trustworthy, that I have, um, that I have the content that the people are searching for. Um, we really stand by that. That's a, if your business is here to stay, the work that you put in today is going to pay off over and over, you know, dividends in the next years. Um, blogging is a piece of that. You mentioned, you know, you are a prolific blogger. Blogging is a great way to drive traffic to your site. It's, um, it shows the search engines that you are active and you're relevant. And it's also the, those keywords that we talked about are searchable um, for people to come find what they're looking for. So I think social media is also a great way to drive people to your website, but you need to be conscientious of your messaging there. So don't just post for the sake of posting, post with a call to action to get them to your site and to get them into your funnel, essentially. Right. And right. then 
You know, I, I struggle a little bit with this fourth one. I know it's effective, um, but there are some downfalls and that's um, advertising, online advertising, call it pay-per-click, call it um, search engine marketing, but paying for ads or paying for placement online, whether it's in social media or in the search engines, it is effective to drive traffic to your site. It can certainly give a boost and, and get people there who are looking for you. My downfall on it is that the minute you turn it off, the minute you stop putting that budget into it, it's gone. And, and you don't have any cumulative benefit from doing ads. So, you know, we always recommend search optimization plus ads and kind of, again, monitoring what's working best, but still building your long-term plan. Right, and the difference is organic growth versus paid growth. And I think you bring a, a really valid point of once you quit paying, that whole aspect dries up. And they both serve well, but there's different reasons that you want to um, execute each one of those. Right. And um, organic growth, you don't pay for it. You pay for it through time, through development, through relationships. So there's a, a, a different cost associated with it. But to me, um, obviously, because I, I've done what I've done with blogging, I understand the power of organic relationship development. Mm -hmm. And I tell my clients, that's how you grow your marketplace. You teach them how to think about what you do in a different way. You're educating them right out of the gate to have a different experience than what everyone else is trying to tell them. Exactly. So, you know, good job. And, and I'm with you on, on the paid as well, because it's, it's not necessarily where everybody needs to start. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I get that. But I, I want to I shift for a moment because I have a question for you. You, you talk about conversion a lot in your chapter. And what exactly does that mean in this attract phase of the inbound strategy? Yeah, we do talk about, about conversion a lot. And really, um, for this phase, it means getting someone who has never visited your site before, a stranger, to make that first visit to your site. That's the conversion. They've found you, right? Ah, okay. Um, and there's some, there's some a little more advanced, you know, ways to think about this. One of them is you want to convert the right visitors, not just any visitor. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a target audience, you want it to be people who are actually seeking information about your product or service. So one of the things that we talk about there is developing buyer personas, which is just demographic, psychographic information about the people that you want to come visit your site. And once you've developed that, you can research and test and measure what are the keywords that these people are searching for. Um, that will then let you work on developing organic ranking for those keywords or you know, using targeted ads with keywords that get in front of that right audience um, to drive traffic there. So a little more advanced, but really it's about making the stranger come visit your site for the first time is that conversion. And um, I guess 
the 201 version of that versus the 101 version is targeting the right visitors versus just any visitor. Right, right. And I think that's a big difference. So, um, oh gosh, there's a million things more we could say, but I know we're getting tight on our time. So how um, I'd like to wrap this up is asking you a question is why is it so important for small business owners to pay attention to the attract phase of the inbound marketing strategy? Sure. So I shared a quote in the chapter uh, and it's a number which will change very quickly. But right now, end of 2018, Google processes almost 4 billion searches a day. So wow. people are typing into that Google bar over 4 billion things every day. They're out there and they're looking for what you have. I promise you, they're looking for what you have, whether it's a product, a service, whatever you do, someone is searching for it. And if you're not showing up, if, if they can't find you, they can't become a lead for you. So they can't even put you into their comparison unless you're showing up online. Got um, it. And with that much opportunity, with 4 billion searches a day, this is a place where people are going and you, and you just really need to be there to show up to get them aware of you. I was just gonna say, you gotta show up to win it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you ended, which is really, really cool. Okay, so listeners, um, we have four more episodes for Kelly to crack open this whole inbound marketing thing that we're talking about. But meanwhile, I want to share with you, you can learn more and engage with Kelly, you know, who's just a hot new number one best-selling business author. Start by going to chapter one in the 2018 book, and it, it, you'll learn all about inbound marketing. It's a hot new release, and the title is Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Volume 2. And here's something that's really cool. Kelly has created a gift for you to improve your business's performance. So all you have to do is at the end of her chapter, when you're done reading that, flip over the page, go to her author's page. She shares a little bit about who she is and what she's up to. And then at the bottom, she has a special invitation for you. I'm going to tell you it's relevant and it's free and take her up on that offer because it's a nice way to continue carrying this conversation further and to um, help yourself either learn or remember things about this particular topic. And then she has all sorts of social media handles that you can connect with her too. So that's really great. But something that is really neat is we have an app dedicated to the book as well as the authors. And if you go to your app store, you type in Brilliant Biz Book, that's all one word, Brilliant Biz Book, you can go ahead and learn a lot more about Kelly and the other authors, as well as the first book. But here's where it gets sweet. Right now, you might have a question that you want to ask Kelly. And on the app, we have a, a section that's called Ask an Expert. And you'll see Kelly E. Andrews' name there. You can click on that. Type her, your question to her, and she's going to get an email right from you and with your question, and she's going to respond back to you. I think that's a pretty cool bonus, don't you, Kelly? 
I love it. I'm ready. <laughs> She's ready. She's here to serve. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. Take advantage of these great resources. And we also have all of the podcast hosts there as well. So what I want to do is thank you for your time and wisdom sharing today, Kelly. You rock. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun and look forward to uh, diving into the next phase. Yeah. Thanks for breaking this down in a, a practical way for everybody to understand. So um, this is where it is. We appreciate you listeners for taking the time to hear our Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn more about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Kelly will cycle back around and we'll have other authors coming in in between that. And until you hear us again next week, shine brightly. <laughs>